0: El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita.
2: Okay, this week's question is: Would you rather have permanent BO? Or permanent bad breath.
3: I think Mike should go first because he has one of them.
2: <laughs> so with the,
4: um, I rather have permanent bo because I feel like my bo is not that bad, and I think people enjoy it. It's so a musky smell. It's yeah, it's kind of like a old school seventies.
3: I think you smell. need to smell yourself again.
5: <laughs> I, I'll try.
3: Um, I'm gonna go with bo too because as women, we can just wear perfume and cover it up.
5: Mm. Okay. I'm going to go with B.O. I can't pick up chicks with bad breath. No, nah, so, you can't. You can't, right? right? Ask
3: Mike how he does it.
4: <laughs> Wait, are we starting already with that?
2: I would say B.O. just because you can wear layers and hide the B.O. a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, not in the summertime, but like in the wintertime.
5: Um, Interesting. So,
2: I mean, I guess you could use gum for bad breath, too. So, yeah, so yeah if you could use gum for bad breath, I'll pick bad breath. Okay.
6: <laughs>
3: Loud podcast. Latino, latino, Yeah, that's yo 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 Good. Pop, pop. This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast, episode number twenty-three. What's Ooh. up? Yeah. It's Rachel La Loca.
5: Mm. Uh, I'm Juan Bago. J Ferns.
3: God bless you. Thank
5: you, Frank Spiracy Nibs.
3: We in the building right now, mm. as well as I would say fifty to sixty fans. You know I mean?
6: wow.
2: We are deep
3: in the building, wow. Latinos. We looking good, bro. We are looking good. We even got some
2: janitors in the back that just stayed working overtime. I see you with that mop over there, Pedro.
3: Uh. (laughs) You guys were here episode 23.
2: Yes. We were? Okay.
3: 23 is a good number, Michael Mm. Jordan. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying?
4: And And LeBron James. LeBron James, too. Mm. Wow. I feel like with Michael Jordan and LeBron James, that's like certain people can't stand LeBron, and then there's certain people that can't stand Michael Jordan. So. Um, that number 23 is very. Uh, Rachel's polarizing. getting tuning
2: out because he's not into yes, sports. I'm sorry, wait, what did you say? I don't even know. You've you alienated half the audience
3: now. <laughs> No, I know the LeBron thing because it's like the talk of the town right now. And my husband is going up and down the block talking to people about LeBron James. Mm-hmm. What's oh. happening? I don't even know. Is he doing well or what's what's going on? They,
2: they, um, they lost last night. They lost. He they, spends they... over like $2 million on his body every year. That's an interesting fact oh, that you okay. might like. Yeah. He has
4: like a personal, like like a staff of people that work on his body. Yeah,
2: he's like a butt staff. Damn. Penis staff. Oh, I'll <laughs> tune into that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, re- re- just what I've read. just <laughs> <laughs> what I've read. How was everybody uh, this weekend? Good. I mean, I uh,
4: spent the whole weekend with you guys. I you know. Guys We've been together except since Frank. Saturday. Except me. I'm so- yeah.
5: I'm sorry, guys.
4: You I said was- in the last podcast you were going to come I've no been dri- what. I've
5: been driving like a nut. I've been driving every single day. The Uber got me crazy. They got me booked all over the place. Wow.
3: Where you been going? Give us an interesting place.
5: I've been going all over the city, Long Island, uh, Staten Island, all over the tri-state area, Connecticut. Wow, Connecticut. Connecticut. That's right.
3: Wow. So where were you
4: driving on Saturday night while the show was going on? Wow, this
3: sounds like an interrogation. Well, I
5: was going to go, but you guys were backed up an hour, and I had to wake up like at 7 o'clock in the morning. So oh, we talk about that? The train, don't forget, the A train's not working, the D train's not working, the C train's not working after 9.30. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I had an early ride at 7 a.m. in the morning. I apologize. Wait, so
2: wait, after you're done with Uber, you just get rid of the car and just go mass well, transit? So, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> does, it, does it transform into something like,
5: ah, yo, my car's my wallet now, yo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I mean, being from New York, you know how hard it is to get parking, so... I hear that. Hello.
3: So you park and then take the train home? Yes. Are you for real? Yes. Like, leave the car like, Staten Island or
6: some shit? No, no, no. no. If I get home,
5: I park the car, and then if I have to go to one of your performances, I take the train downtown.
6: A potable bien, entonces.
5: I'm Okay. I love so you guys. the performance we're talking about is, if you don't know,
2: uh, the sketch group that we're in, Room 28 Comedy, had a sketch uh, show this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. Correct. And um, that's the one that Frank... Uh, Said he was going to go to and didn't go to. We're past that. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but there was We're some believable. drama. There was some drama, right? Ooh, some wait drama. a minute. Before, that, during that day, what, what went down?
3: I have never, ever been in this kind of situation before.
2: What happened, Rachel? In the
3: five years of producing Room 28 comedy shows, we have never been in this predicament. And what had happened was, is as follows. So it turns out the theater double-booked the main stage. Ooh. We being one of the acts to go on at 9.30, and there was someone else there for a 9 o'clock show.
2: Yeah, the, the show at 9 o'clock was this guy who who mixed hip-hop with science. <laughs> <laughs> so Who's we had to wait on that dude. <laughs> Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> if you for real, that was real. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so that was a predicament because we then had to tell all of our people and ticket holders that we're pushing the show uh, an hour and a half later.
5: Damn.
2: But we had to do it in a way where it was like didn't seem as bad. So we were like, doors open now at ten. The show, but we don't say the show starts at a certain time. Like We had to be very... And
3: we had to tell, because Latinos we're like, there will be a bar open <laughs> yeah. with very good-priced drinks. Mm. So they did come, and they drank. And actually, their energy was really turned up.
2: Yeah, everybody was right? drunk. For
3: an 11.30 start, we have never started a show at 11.30. Wow. And late. yeah, it was late. And it went to 1 in the morning. Like all the older Ooh. people that
2: were coming. like My parents were like, mira, I'm not taking the train at that, at that time. <laughs> <laughs> the D and the A and the 4 are not working. I'm yeah. not going
4: downtown.
3: Well, maybe that's why Frank, Frank in his elder years is like, no, that's just a little too late.
2: (laughs) But So we dealt with a guy. And so the story we were talking about, there was the guy that we were dealing with in that in that theater. I'm not going to say his name, um, but the dude had crazy B.O. Yeah And like he left And came back Like six hours later Same B.O. Damn (laughs) He didn't realize Going home Like oh maybe Maybe I smell It was a type of B.O. It was like that Pepe Le Pew smell Where you could actually see it In the air and shit You're like what the fuck He left the trail he left a, like a hardcore trail but we He had left
3: to... the trail
4: Yeah because I went In the dressing room And I, that was the first thing I was like Yo was that dude in here Cause yo You could still smell him It was bad
2: <laughs> But he was the guy That we needed to talk to About the most. The situation and, is. and of course He
3: was a close talker mm. You know Cause oh, that's how it happens shit. It's the stinky pits That are always like Damn. Come here
2: girl <laughs> Yeah
3: Let me tell you something He was a
2: hugger He was also a hugger <laughs>
3: He was a hugger. Yeah. Like, stop touching me. Ooh. And he also
2: kept giving me noogies, so he put his, <laughs>
3: oh, his, his
2: armor on my head. It it was and weird. then he went to ride the bike for a couple mm-hmm. of
4: hours and then came back. Yeah. And then told you
3: guys. That's the thing. Bike riders, just like smell yourself before you go into a venue. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I respect that you're riding a bike and city bike and yay, we're going green. Woohoo. But like, smell yourself. You can smell Grajo on yourself. You Dude, got to
2: smell yourself. You know? <laughs> Isn't that a song? Yeah. Well, any
3: anyway. But overall,
4: how, how was the show? What did you guys think? Oh, let's the show? discuss. Yeah,
2: it was great. I,
3: it was the most fun I've ever had at a Room 28 show. I feel like God works that way. He throws you obstacles, but then gives you such a Sunday, such a dessert at the end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Because that was the most fun I've ever had at a show. The sketches were fantastic. Excellent writing, Jamie. You go, Jamie. Thank you. Good
5: stuff, man. Thank good you. content theme, theme took some good pictures of you guys.
3: He did. Shout Thank out to you. Jonathan Saltos, who was our photographer. Right. Um, but then there's
2: also people that take really shitty pictures, and you see on Instagram the next day. You're like, why the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why are they that taking man, a picture I, of, like, uh, up, uh, under my nostril or some shit? And why yeah. did you tag me? Well, hey, why is it on a flip phone? Yeah. Like, everybody has the most shittiest phones. The people that put the pictures up the quickest have the shittiest phones.
3: I saw a picture, and I was like, why do I look 13 months pregnant? Why like, is that I don't shit? understand. Why is
4: that shit in sepia tone? <laughs> By the way, half the show's on uh, Facebook Live. So Thanks to Franny. It's, 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 oh Super, wow, super fan. Yeah. She put it up, like, half the show on there. So if you guys want to see it, you can go and we'll, we'll share the link and everything. Thanks
3: to Franny. Annie. She always comes through. She left the baby with somebody and came through. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now
2: you gotta do it. <laughs> um, Rachel, what was your uh, any favorite sketches for the oh night? Oh
3: my God, I have. Well, I have so many. Okay, but I really. What's been in my head ever since Saturday is the wedding matrimony, mm. the DJ matrimony, rather, right. where it was a sketch about a DJ who plays like fucked up intro music for everybody. So like I was the maid of honor and he played that song. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. And on loop.
2: <laughs> so she was like okay so I wanna just um, I wanna shout out my girl just hold on for a second can I ask you why you played that song for my instrument
3: that was a really funny sketch uh, yeah. um, um, how about you Jamie
2: well we did like a uh, game show like who wants to date a Spanish soap opera actor so we had kind of like uh, McKenna uh, our token token Michael. our token white girl so mm. she was playing like this oh I love Spanish soap <laughs> operas I don't know what they're saying but I love the way they say it <laughs> and then she and then so we had three guys playing soap opera actors and they kept getting interrupted by like drama Soap opera drama. Every time she asked the question, you know what I mean. Wow. That sketch. Uh, I, I guess you had to be there.
3: Yeah, no. I only had like two lines in that sketch, but that was also such a fun sketch for me because I come out and I'm like, Ignacio, estoy embarazada con tu bebé. Like, it's so <laughs> telenovela over dramatized
2: mi prima. <laughs> 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 so yeah, we should like that. I like
4: how most of your uh, most of your roles where you were pregnant. So it. Uh... Kudos what? to the
3: writer. I told them in advance. I was like, look, this is a prop that only lasts for nine months right. use it use it wisely well,
4: yeah. uh rachel uh since i was in the audience for the first time watching the room 28 show i enjoyed all the sketches but my favorite part was when you were the rat oh, and your the, the teeth was fucking you God. up and you could not say <laughs> your line for like two minutes and the whole audience knew and it was really funny and no. then right after that when you did the sketch you still had the rat tail for the next sketch oh. and i <laughs> forgot to take it
3: off <laughs> Wait, let's talk about that, cause I I rarely break character yeah. in a room 28. So we rehearse so much that we're comfortable in the character. And even though it's funny in our head, you can control the laughter. But this was a straight up SNL flop moment, <laughs> where like I had these fake buck teeth. Which now that I think about it, I have real buck teeth. I don't know why I needed the, the prop. But anyway, they just came down because I was wearing um, a rat nose for the first time. I literally couldn't breathe. Like I was, and then I'm thinking in my head like, oh my god, Jerry just wore this a few months ago and was sweating (laughs) in it so i have jerry's nose sweat on me right now and then i started to gag and then the teeth just came out and i lost it i just started laughing on stage and then the next sketch i come out to do let me soul to go and i felt something in my ass and i was like oh my god the rat tail (laughs) i just threw that shit. it was a real moment but the audience loved it yeah yeah
2: Yeah, you should always perform with like a rat nose and a rat tail (laughs) (laughs) should be your thing
3: it uh,
4: was so fun. but overall great show.
3: As an audience member and for the first time not being on stage with us.
4: I was impressed. You guys are pretty good. I liked it. Pretty I good,
2: that's oh. it. Like, good. like like a That's serious. Oh, I mean if I was wow. in I mean, it. That's the wow. most no, serious good, okay, cri- the most serious critique of a of a comedy <laughs> show. Wow. No, it was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next topic, next topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. move on. Right.
3: Well, shout out to Danny Garcia who's in our audience who's also a cameo. In our show, he did a great job, especially playing your gay telenovela lover. Yeah. Um, that was fantastic. That was, yeah,
2: that guy, we went there with that one. Yeah. We, we got to do that sketch live here one time. Oh, we wow. should. Wow, Danny. Should. Yeah.
3: Audience, would you like yes. to see a sketch? Let's do <laughs> it! Oh my God, I'm, I'm so about that. That's a Audience. great idea. That's a great idea.
4: So, guys, I have to talk to you about something that happened to me yesterday. Oh. And, and we're, we're going to be able to use the screen for the first okay. time. We're, we have new toys. We're so fancy. So, uh, so yesterday, I'm on Facebook, and I'm getting all these friend requests, but it's all coming from the Philippines. So, I'm like, <laughs> it was like 10, 15 friends, friend requests. I'm getting DMs and everything. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Uh, if we can show the pic. Um so, apparently oh. there's a show in the Philippines. <laughs> apparently there's a show in the Philippines. Uh, it's pretty much where, the, where they, ha- they have a, a celebrity uh, judge from the Philippines, and he has to guess who the professional singer was and the winner was actually Juan Bago.
6: Wow!
5: wow.
4: And he won $10,000, so I'm gonna try to find a way to sue him for some reason.
5: C- Congrats, Mike. But people were hitting me
2: up thinking that I was him. So...
1: <laughs> oh my uh, God. What's that
2: hashtag? Who's Jay? Jay, Jay was the... He, how can somebody. you see someone's voice? Jay can see your voice. I don't Is know, the hashtag? I,
4: I, did not, I, I just saw the video because I... Went on a deep dive search yesterday and I and I found that out. You, you
2: actually do. have that Yo. scarf, Mike, though. No front. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing you wear it in networking parties. I
4: thought because of like a video, like one of the videos went viral, but apparently it was this. Dude, so. you
3: really need to capitalize and make that guy your profile pick so you get the likes. <laughs> That's yep. what I gotta do, yeah. Yes, get the likes. I gotta hook
4: up my Vemno. So, like the or like a, a cash app to that so that people think they're getting donate money to him
2: instead of giving it to <laughs> me. Jump on so.
3: it, bro. What are you waiting yeah.
2: for? He, he's definitely the most. Stylish construction site supervisor, I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen somebody in a construction site like, Hey, yo, walking down the runway.
3: Yo, I think we should get him to call in to the show. We need yo. to do a Juan Bago versus Juan Bago sing off or something. Oh, no, he'll win. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
4: so, yeah, so that was that was uh, Mike. wow, oh, my
5: congrats. Oh, congrats. Me, oh, me yeah, Mike. thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting out
4: of it, but thank you.
3: All right. And uh, then we saw each other again yesterday. We had our brunch crew.
5: Uh, yeah Frank, yeah, we you were invited. Well, it was only couples, and I didn't, I didn't have anybody to go with, so. That's
3: why you declined? Come on, Frank. You no. could have rocked out with us.
5: You, I it's not been, like we're out there I making like out a, with each other. I we're felt not. like a third leg. I felt... You know what that's called in Spanish? What? Guantando gorro.
2: I mean... You would have been a seventh uh, wheel Yeah, uh, if uh, I got the...
5: Calculation, right? Yeah, you're yeah. right.
3: Edgar and I—we don't even talk to each other. We don't even hold hands. It's like I'm single there. Well, it's that's not even. That, that happens after. 10, he goes for that, the food happens, and the sports talk. That
5: happens after 10, 15 years, Rachel.
3: Yeah, tell me about it. Anyway, uh, yeah, we barely talk. That's the key to a good relationship: is just don't talk to each other. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Take that advice and run with it.
2: Uh, that was that your vow one of your wedding vows <laughs> I I promise not to talk to you
3: you stay in your man cave I'll stay in my she-loft and we'll be together
6: forever Yay!
2: <laughs> but it was an all day brunch like we I got home like around 9 p.m. wow like, damn the we together how many mimosas time? you guys had
3: oh yeah I had 30 I had zero um <laughs> had a mint tea
4: she was like can I just take a sip <laughs> well the original spot because we got there too late what was the name of the the,
3: the flying cock
4: it was the flying no. cock
2: it's
3: a real restaurant in New York seriously yeah. yeah
2: and it, the, the, the menu uh, the menu was good but I, I had partly to blame I got there uh, me and Fatima got there late um, Uber traffic. Sorry, sorry, Jamie. Um, there was yeah, a, there was a gun rally or some shit. Anti gun rally. An Not N- a
3: gun rally. An anti-gun NRA. Rally. An NRA yeah. Gun rally. Oh yeah,
2: an anti gun rally.
4: Wow.
3: Put your guns in the air. Like there, was like a, there was like a was like a
2: parade. How <laughs>
3: would it work well. There
2: was wow. like a random parade. Like whatever the parade the year the week before the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Whatever. I don't know. I didn't know there well, was there pride
3: one. Pride weekend. There's this. Well, that Christ. was last NBA weekend. Well, that was this weekend. Yeah. That was this
2: weekend. Yeah. So yeah. But there was like another. There was like a. Like an like a Amish parade or some shit. I don't oh, know. God. Like a, something very specific.
5: Turn
3: your butter in the air.
5: <laughs> what a combo. An a- Amish parade and a, and, and a gay pride parade. There was like was a beautiful. Swedish parade. Nice. Mad
2: meatballs. Like all this shit.
5: <laughs> Ikea was there. There's
3: a lot. Oh, no, oh, my God. Those meatballs are the bomb. Yeah, yeah Ikea flow. So is there frozen yogurt. Yeah. For a dollar, you can't go wrong. Um, they sweeten you up on the way out because they know your life is about to suck for six hours as you put together that fucking thing that you just bought. Anyway, so we went to
2: another spot and then we had a we had a situation with the waitress. What oh, happened? Oh
3: God!
4: But she was so dramatic because every time she's like, "Okay, guys, um, I gotta tell you something. Our waffle maker <laughs> is broken." so there are no wow. more waffles.
3: She kept I'm hitting like, us with right. bad news yeah. but she would approach the table like as if somebody just died in her family.
2: Like everything was a new ba- bad brunch news coming up. Like it was like, okay, so um, we only have one more French toast and you guys have to fight for it.
3: I'm like, what the fuck? Brunch brawl. <laughs> It was that, and then what else did she tell us? Something else was out. Or, oh yeah, the waffle iron didn't work, and yeah, pretty much everything. Just one after but the other. We oh, wanted wow. a chair
2: for Rachel, like that had a back to it. Yeah, so as a preggers,
3: was, you can't really sit on a backless chair for yeah, four hours. So you know what was, I mean?
2: She was like, "I don't know if we have that. Let me check." <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was a bougie brunch spot, but shout out to Fatima. Fatima is quick witted with those brunch recommendations.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah my, my girlfriend, um, she's like very, uh, she's like the, the restaurant whisperer. She's good. <laughs> she has, <laughs> she can get reservations like very quickly. But I was doing, I was trying to do the same shit too because I was like, "Fuck, I'm we It's my fault. Let me try to like get a restaurant before her." And then I called and they were like, "Sorry, we don't have any tables." Oh. And then the restaurant she called was like, "Yeah, we're open all day. <laughs> no one's here."
4: And while we were at the ske- uh, while we were at the brunch, Rachel found out that one of our sketches was accepted to a. A film festival. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean... Oh. The same day. Yeah. Congrats. That was good news. I'm telling you, God works that way. What was it's the like, name? Here's an obstacle, but here's a cherry. What was the name of the sketch? So we got our Gente of Thrones sketch. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Danny Garcia. Sarah the TV. All right. Our Gente of Thrones sketch was screened this weekend at Philly Sketch Fest, which right, is a dope. sketch festival in Philadelphia. I didn't yeah. think I had yeah, to yeah, explain
6: that. Yeah, we figured that out. That, yeah, 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 we figured yeah. That, yeah.
3: Okay, just yeah. in case. In
6: Wisconsin.
2: That was for Mike. I needed <laughs> yeah. to
3: explain. Um, Spill it
2: out. Mm -hmm.
3: so yeah in Wisconsin I know so yeah we were part of but the the way you did it
2: we're like
4: hold on I just got an email and they asked permission if if they can download it what does that mean (laughs) they were like uh, probably that we got accepted and then you went to the website and it was screening uh, yesterday
3: for the record for the record, usually you get an email that says, "Congratulations, your film has True. been accepted." I ain't get no email. Word. I checked spam, junk, everything. It was not there. Wow. So I happened to go to the website, and we were there, and I was like, "Oh shit! Look, look at that!" But we wouldn't have been able to go anyway because we had the show, and then we had brunch, which obviously is priority. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. We had six more hours of brunch to go. So.
5: So <laughs> yeah.
3: congrats to us and everybody who worked on Henty of Thrones*. There was a lot of. We comedians. have Hyrule
5: in the house. Cairo
3: was. In it, Jose, Jose was Jose in it. Shout Danny.
5: Danny.
4: Danny.
6: out to
3: Brenda who was a Yo. guest on the
4: show. Yeah.
3: We had a lot of people contribute to that sketch. It's a good one.
4: And it premiered on Perolike Like. Ooh. Ooh, and our guest is from ay.
6: Pero
3: Like my, my My How the Circle Closes. <laughs> okay. So I think um.
4: it's time for the Bochincha bites. I've been waiting all day I've been waiting all night I've been waiting head. all day hey oh I've been
0: waiting all day I've been waiting all night I've been waiting all day Bates
2: Alright, first of all, first of all Y'all put up a picture that I don't even have I'm comfortably crossing my arms Like, that's the first time I've ever crossed my arms, evidently I, have like a we- I don't know if I'm smiling or I'm just kind of like, I'm just being coy. I don't know what look I was waiting for. I think you
3: look so cute.
2: I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I look like I just woke up from a nap, but like I'm being forced to take a picture. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, okay, I-, I have to get over this so you I can start adorable. the Bajija Bites. I think
3: it's a great shot of you.
2: Okay, so to, uh, this week's Bojija Bites. Um. Everybody was talking about the Drake and Pusha T rap battle oh, last year. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, man. <laughs>
6: wait, I don't, wait, that's not
2: Drake. That's not, yeah. That's, that's not, not that me.
6: Uh, that
2: picture is not Drake. That's Mike, that. Mike and his um Foca, his yeah. cousin. Cousin Jerry. Yeah, that's not. He's actually <laughs> also a rapper, but can we get the real? There Damn. we are. There it is. Oh shit. <laughs> the Marvel superhero pic- version of the pictures. Okay. So, a quick recap for uh, people who don't know. Um Pusha T started it, started it by dissing Drake in his song Infrared. Mm. Then Drake dissed him back in his song Duppy Freestyle. Mm. But in that song he mentioned Pusha T's fiance, which evidently pushed Pusha too far. <laughs> That was just wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> and can, I, can I just say that fiancé is like the least like, gangster word ever? Like, I can't picture rappers using it in a sentence. It's like, hey, yo, man, yo, I heard you were talking mad shit about my fiancé. <laughs> moi
3: pardonnez
2: Perdona-moi, je ne sais quoi. Uh, anyway, back to the battle. Pusha T then came out with one of the most devastating rap battle rap songs of all time called The Story of A." Added on, aided on, whatever the it fuck. It, yeah, which so far Drake has not battle answered. Oh, All right. man. <laughs> Yeah, no, Drake hasn't responded with with a rebuttal battle rap for like a week. He's like harder <laughs> to find than Melania Trump. Wow. Oh. Damn. that's timely. That's a timely joke. Look it <laughs> up. Yeah, that was good. Nobody can find it. Okay, but that's how, but that's how vicious this the story of Added On was. And this in this song, Pusha T reveals drake has an illi- illegitimate child huh? with Damn. a for- with a former porn star which i think looks very bad for drake i mean come on you can't find a current porn star to impregnate oh, Ooh. Ooh. maybe she's milk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there wasn't a kardashian available <laughs> oh, wow. you picking up oh. girls at the porn star unemployment line um, wow. but look i don't know if there's actually a thing such as that but no but push your wasn't done no, right. He also roasted Drake's parents. Wow. His, so Drake's secret family and his public family got insulted. <laughs> Watch out, Drake's aunts and uncles. You might be next. <laughs> or any living grandparents, maybe a second cousin, whatever. Um, and just when you think Pusha T was done with the verbal abuse, he mocked Drake's producer for having multiple sclerosis. Damn, Who does that? Man, that's, that's horrible. MS, come on. A degenerative, a degenerative disease This. Try to wrap that five. That? That. That's horrible. Um, if Pusha T out of his show on ABC, it would have been immediately cancelled after that, after that song. <laughs> Shout out Roseanne. Um, um, plus the SoundCloud cover art for this song was a picture of Drake smiling in blackface. Whoa. Did you see that picture? Wow. Which is supposedly a real picture he took. Um, and oh, not. Man. I thought it was a still from like a very racist episode of the Grassi, The Grassy of the Next Generation. <laughs>
3: Where he was in a wheelchair <laughs> the irony
2: he was a wheelchair in blackface like yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> so, yo <know>, damn <laughs> I, I think drake uh true drake friends are disappointed in him right because i think um not that, not that he's a secret kid somewhere because that's but that he didn't already make a song about this right he usually he usually t- shares his personal life with people right, right. he could have made a yeah. hit song called secret child Give it a cool beat and a catchy hook, all we'll will be forgiven, right? Yeah. It's like, I got a secret child. <laughs> I don't know who's the mom, but I think she's done porn. Um. Maybe he really is
3: Dominican, because having a secret child is very Dominican. No,
6: I didn't say it. I didn't say it.
2: I couldn't make that. I'm Puerto Rican. I couldn't make that joke. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So sensitive. But look, I think we can safely say that Drake lost his battle to Pusha T so far and and Pusha T's private investigator because... (laughs) uh, Unless Drake comes back with a killer rap battle ballad, I think he could pull that off. (laughs) Slow it down. Seduce the audience back on your side. I think that'll work. If
3: anybody Um, could do what Drake
6: can, Yes.
2: But all this talk about rapping makes me wish that normal people could battle rap, right? That's something like, you know, like, what if... Like, I found out one day that, yo, you heard Mike made a diss track about you after you RSVP going to his birthday party, but you didn't show up and shit. (laughs) And I'd be like, yo, what the fuck, Mike? Did you have to bring up the time that I fucking, like, cried when my cat died? That was personal. (laughs) You know, you gotta hit people hard. Would you ever do, like, a... Uh, who would you want to do a battle rap to like if you oh, someone that you personal oh, good in question. your personal life
3: oh,
4: good question.
2: that's a good question hmm. a good question that nobody hmm.
3: well, who would you battle rap um, I an would, enemy, I, the, I would battle a frenemy of yours? Yeah, I would battle rap actually an enemy of mine, a certain, certain show producer out there.
6: <laughs> oh, God, you're spilling tea
3: I'm just saying, I would take her to the streets real quick. You know
6: oh.
3: Battle rapping, of course. You
5: know what I mean? Well,
3: Not physically. What about
4: you, Frank? You got any uh, beef with some Uber drivers?
3: <laughs>
4: or a lift driver. A lift. Yeah, lift, yeah driver. lift driver. A lift yeah. driver,
5: yeah. Juno. Yeah, Juno. Those him. are my comps. Yep. I got beef with them dudes.
3: <laughs> or a yellow cab.
5: Yeah, those dudes too, they're horrible.
3: Come on, you want to battle rap I am to up you right now. Let's
5: yo, you
2: one star motherfuckers, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um we'll bleep the motherfucker out, don't worry. Uh <laughs> all right, uh we have one more bite. Um, yes, and we actually have a video from this a breakdancing FBI agent. I don't know if you've seen this. It's awesome. He did a backflip in a bar and accidentally shot someone. We what have video. Yeah. No.
3: Let's see this. Is he naked? No. Can
2: everyone see? He looks
3: naked. What is that? First of all, this
2: looks like me at like, every cat. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like some of your moves. Those <laughs> are some of my moves. I thought it was me for a second. I was like, oh, my no. God, oh my God.
6: Oh my God. Oh my God. The- oh my
3: God. He shot someone. Yeah, he shot somebody. He's
5: yeah. <laughs> quick. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my
3: God. And
5: then he oh. walks off the
3: dance
4: floor, and
2: up?
5: Wow. What?
2: Yo, freeze it, freeze it for a second. So, yeah, freeze it. This guy went from, like, Jason Bourne to Jason Derulo in, like, <laughs> record time. <What? laughs> wow. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see how this guy apprehends criminals. It's like, FBI, put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> the funniest thing in the video is that. Even when the gun start like goes off, like he just like he walks away, like oops. Like, like, yeah, like, real cool. I didn't hit that backflip. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> like.
3: Oh my wow. god! I oh. i i i i i. That is crazy. He works for the
2: Federal Bureau of Investigation. He didn't investigate if he shot somebody and shit.
5: Wow. wow. Um, that usually happens like in a party in the hood or something, You know, Word. But- he just popped his lo- He popped and
2: locked his way out of the crime yeah, yeah, scene. Yeah. And shit. Wow.
5: <laughs> Interesting.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure the next time he steps on the dance floor, dance floor he will be served wow. with a lawsuit. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> and that's all. That's all for this week. I had to end it on a dad joke.
6: <laughs> wow. wow.
4: So I think it's t- Wait, you, you haven't had a localist in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah,
3: I know. It's so the, you're bringing it back. I'm bringing it back for this right, special so the special event localists. that we have tonight. Come on. Come on. on. Loca. Ah. Uh loka it's the queen y'all loka ah! the localist. list <laughs> yes people it's back the localist. list here we are okay so this is a really interesting one um i got inspired to do this list when my loving nincompoop of a nephew decided to get his third tattoo while in his army barracks two nights ago he sends me a Snapchat video of the three-man operation, and all I could do is send the cool ant text of, looks nice, but be careful. You know what I mean? And I do not co-sign on this deployment. Oh, but nonetheless, sexy skin season is here, and this localist is the top five tattoos not to get.
6: So here we go. Oh, shit.
3: So actually, I just want to share some information before we get into the list, because the localist always shares research, right? Absolutely. Summer is actually not the ideal time to get inked, and a large percent percent of people do it anyway. But as a woman who has been inked seven times, take it from me, if you decide to get your body art in the summer, do your best to keep that new tattoo out of the sun and the pool. The healing process needs it to be covered, and that's not the easiest thing to do in the summer. Mm. The bacteria can creep in, and the warm summer months cause nasty infections. And inflammation of the tattoo can actually make the ink drop out. So oh. it's best to get it like in the winter or the spring.
2: All right. Okay. Did
3: you guys know that?
2: No. Well. That's why I get removable tattoos. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like on the Cracker Jack box. Like henna. I feel you.
2: <laughs>
6: well, before we
3: get to the list, here are some research, uh, some research that I did. So here are some tat facts. Seventeen percent of those who have tattoos regret them. Ooh. The most often reason for regret is it's a name of another person. Man. Surprise, surprise. And more women regret tattoos than men. Ooh. The United States spends about a 1.65 billion dollars a year on tattoos. Wow. And 42 percent think that tattoos don't make people any more or less attractive. 24 oh. percent think that they make them look less, and 22 percent don't care at all. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in that 22 percent. So. <laughs> Let's get down to inkness. (laughs) Okay. Rachel! The top five tattoos not to get. Number five crude jokes or images. Something that may be funny when you're eighteen might not be so humorous when you're thirty.
4: Wait, you searched this at four in the morning, right? That's the Bart Simpson reason.
3: I did. Depending on the placement and quality, a crude tattoo could be difficult to hide or cover if you start to regret it. So best to avoid getting it all together. There are a high percentage of men over forty right now deeply regretting the tattoo of Bart Simpson saying, Eat my shorts. Mm. You know what I'm saying?
4: Is that a monkey?
3: Uh. Yeah, that is a monkey (laughs) with the butthole of the monkey as the belly button. Okay. Again, crude. You might not want that on your body when you're 60, right? Right. Okay, number four spontaneous tattoos tattoos are on your body forever people so put a little thought into what you want to get inked
6: is
5: that you rachel is that yours something yeah. right. that
3: can i get to something that may seem like great something great in the moment while on spring break in cancun may not seem so awesome to a sober fr- uh, sober mind the next day so although i love all my body art i have two tattoos that are a little bit less significant these days i decided to get my name in hebrew rachel Huh. Wait, what? Rachel is my name in Hebrew. And the Star of David inside of a Dominican flag on my back.
2: What the what? Wow, you went like you went. Cross-cultural there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I got that when I was 18, and now I'm a child of God in the Roman Catholic Church, so my body's a little contradictory. Okay. Um, so are you gonna replace it? I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe I'll get a something, or something uh, in the yeah. middle? <laughs> maybe I'll get something in Arabic to really fuck myself up. I don't know. I'll
2: just put Bart Simpson over it.
3: <laughs> okay, number three. Fad tattoos, okay? Now add an E to the word fad. What do you get? They fade, okay? Fade. Fads fade. fade. fade, fade yeah. They won't last anywhere near as long as a tattoo will. Tattoos are meant to be a reflection of the self. Don't let dance crazes define you. Save your skin for something meaningful meaningful and lasting, not something like the words Cupid Shuffle or an image of a fidget spinner, okay?
2: I got a Furby on, on, on my ass. Oh, I knew you <laughs> would. I regret it every day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, number two. Mm. Tattoos that you don't spell check or check out. When it comes to ink, autocorrect doesn't work. Make sure if you're getting any kind of lettering tattoo that you triple check the spelling, grammar, and if applicable, the language. The last thing you want is the word asshole in Chinese on your ankle. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And number one, the number one tattoo not to get. You guessed it. Look. Just this weekend and a few days after Pete Davidson, the 24-year-old Saturday Night Live star, made things Instagram official with the also 24-year-old Ariana Grande, it's been revealed that Davidson got two tattoos that appear to reference his new girl. He got a black bunny ear mask, which looks similar to the accessory worn by Grande on the Dangerous Woman album cover behind his ear, and the initials AG on his hands.
6: Oh, man! So though
3: showing your newfound love for someone might seem like a romantic gesture, if you haven't been with them long enough to know if it will last... Down the road, save the ink and your money. For well, when Mike, you're sure they are the one. Mike got
2: an Ariana Grande tattoo and he's not dating her, so I think, I think it's
5: fine. I think it's fine if you appreciate her music. Rachel, would you get a tattoo of Edgar's name on you?
3: Um, I mean we're married, but I still don't know if that's forever. You we'll know see. If I pop off, I plan. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm so kidding. I'm so kidding. Yeah, I mean I would, I guess. I actually asked him to get a tattoo of my based on his upper thigh so every time he jerks off he looks at me oh wow
6: Jesus
4: okay. alright yeah
3: and okay. on that note those are the top five tattoos not to get this summer okay <laughs> or at all <laughs> woo <Ow! laughs>
0: live from La Gran Manzana it's Frank Spiritson News with Frank Nibbs
4: hi Frank
5: hello folks hey yo wait Frank. okay Frank, let's do, look at Frank? this picture hold right? on. let's talk about your picture oh shit
3: Yo, nah. you put it on Facebook, it's open for the taking. Nah. You know
5: what I'm was, this, was this the
2: night Biggie got shot? Like you look no, like you're in the club. Was... <laughs> like you look like you were... That was a room twenty eight show. Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, it was at yeah, 809. Yeah. 809 no no no. no, no, no. You uh, 106th Street. No. Oh, uh, okay. In the in El Barrio.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. You
5: look like you're really having a good time. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> upset <laughs> at Mike that night. Oh, so yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. I was pissed at him. Okay. Hmm. Anyway. Kay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this new segment. Is going to be in honor of Mike uh, Mike Diaz's birthday, which is coming up in about a month. I would say. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fantastic! Yeah. Now
3: you qualify for AARP. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Is it next
6: month? Oh,
5: yeah, it is. <laughs> in honor of your birthday, that's coming up in about a month. I would say. Yes. Of your 40th year being around oh, this damn. earth. Oh, damn. 41st. 40? 41st. I'm going to talk is about it? all that went in on in New York City. And the world in that year, (laughs) 1977. Wow. But in saying that, we are going to talk about, at the end, about a live broadcast that came over a live taping of a BBC show in London in 1977. Okay? Okay. Oh, okay. Mike, you were born July 1977? Yeah, G- what July 11th?
4: You
5: go. What, yeah, there you go. There you That's how you tell your right. fucking manager and shit. Well, on July 13th, <laughs> 1977, two days after you were born, New York City experienced a horrible blackout. The blackout occurred while the city was facing a severe financial crisis. Commentators in New York have termed this event as, in good nature, where were you when the lights went out? There was widespread looting in Brooklyn, Manhattan, the Bronx, even into the daylight hours. And let's not forget, it was a severe heat wave going on in the city. And
3: people couldn't believe such a hairy child was born. (laughs) It made all the newspapers.
5: And by the way, a psychotic killer was roaming around by the name of Son of Sam. Now, in saying that, I'm going to give you a little speech of the actual what they call, quote-unquote, the message of 1977. This was on November 26, 1977, at 5.36. Everybody was around the TV looking at a live broadcast of the news, and eventually, this voice comes over the air. As the picture is getting nice and fuzzy, and the picture goes away, (laughs) this voice, all of a sudden, comes into the picture. This is the voice of... Valang, a representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command, speaking to you. For many years, you have seen us as lights in the sky. We speak to you now in peace and wisdom, as we've done to your brothers and sisters in this, your planet Earth. We come to warn you on the destiny of your race and your world, as this new awakening is going on all over the world. As the planet passed through the age of Aquarius, this new time can be a great time of peace and evolution. Be still now and listen. This is our message to you, our dear friends. We have watched you grow for many of the years as you have watched our lights in the skies. You know now that we are here and that there are more beings in and around your Earth than your scientists admit to. We are deeply concerned about your race. And we'll do all we can to help you. Have no fear. Seek only to know yourself and live in harmony. We of the Ashtar Galactic Command thank you for all your attention. We are now leaving the plane of your existence. May you be blessed by the supreme knowledge of truth of the cosmos.
6: At least wow. they
3: left everybody with a blessing. That was nice of them. I
2: mean, um, so I guess aliens don't know how to edit themselves, right? Because that was very, <laughs> that was very long-winded. Yeah.
5: And, and by the way, this is not the whole. The, this is not the whole. It was about five minutes, and you guys could actually go on YouTube. It's actually you can go on it and uh, you put uh, BBC Alien. Uh, sorry, hold on. Give me a second. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. Alien, alien invasion. But, hold on. I'm gonna tell you guys right now, and you could YouTube it. I know you guys think I'm crazy.
4: Oh no, no, not at all.
5: Right, and this thing came out on a live BBC uh, taping. It's called Alien TV broadcast, and you put that on YouTube, and you're gonna see the whole message.
2: And did the aliens look like? Because th- we have a, a st- no,
5: a, we have a stereotypical no, we put, picture no, of an no, alien right now. The guy that came, the guy that came on on TV looked like Thor, like the guy from the you know long hair guy, oh. blue eye, blue eye, white picture guy with. <laughs> hey, <it laughs> he
6: looked like th- he looked like he looked like Thor. Oh, yeah. Okay.
5: That was the guy. Okay. And I think, I think it kind of correlates with the whole year of 1977. You know, this guy came in and, you know, he gave us a great message. You know, we had all this pandemonium going on and it was it just, I think it was, because this happened at the tail end of 1977, November 26. Wow. So I think it was a strong message.
2: So Mike is born Mike is born in the same year that this alien shit happens. Is there, can, you think there's a correlation between Mike being?
5: Could be. Okay. Mike is a strong character. <laughs> is I, he would, an illegal alien?
4: <laughs> oh. <Wow>. Okay. <laughs> All right.
3: That was funny.
4: Well, thank you so much, Frank.
5: You're welcome, folks. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> thank you. Wow. Thank you.
3: And thanks for that music, Carlos. That I, I awesome. didn't
5: know the X Files theme like was like five minutes long. <laughs>
2: there was like new parts of that song that I was like, Oh shit. There's a banjo in this shit?
4: So I think it's the time.
3: What time is it?
4: It's the special time for the special guest. <laughs>
3: we have such a special guest oh my god this has been a long time coming right
7: yeah super long time
3: we've been talking about having you here like in this city in this studio for months already
7: for months i'm such a fan like a real real fan what's up everybody by the way
6: Up. Ladies
3: and gentlemen, in case you don't recognize him, which you probably do, we have none other than Pero-like BuzzFeed personality and actor and friend to us all, Curly Velasquez!
7: Woo! What up, y'all? You guys, I'm so happy to be here. It's Can y'all hear me over there, or am I talking yeah. about... Okay. Um, I'm so happy to be here. You guys had Julie and Gadiel on the show, and I was so jealous, like legit jealous, because I'm such a big fan. I listen to you all in the gym. I listen to you guys in L.A. traffic. And I always talk about how I laugh when I'm, like, staring at somebody at the gym and they're just, like, lifting weights and I'm like, ah! And then I'm like, oh, I'm not laughing at you, sir. You're doing great. I'm just you listening to the You think I'm not lifting loca. enough,
3: huh? You think only 25 pounds isn't heavy? You think it's not heavy?
7: They're very self-conscious about their leg press now and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm. I know. So thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy. This is, like, my third time in New York, so I'm like, yes! I'm living it up. The, the men, the, everybody here, it's just so beautiful. I'm like... Like everybody huh, we saw like this beautiful lesbian couple on the way here and I was like, Holy shit, Jazz, you would have loved it. Oh my god.
3: Yeah, treads, beautiful. Just, just
7: like the gold in the hair, like the earrings, and I'm like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
6: So good. welcome. We are so
3: glad that you're here too. Thank We're you. all friends. We support your yes. career. You're doing so well. Thank you. So, for the like three people that may not have heard of you, just no. let everybody know what you do.
7: Um, so, my name is Curly Velasquez. I am a producer for BuzzFeed's Latino channel called Pero Like. So, what we do is we produce Latin Latinx content or Latino content, whatever you want to use, uh, by the Latinx community for the Latinx community.
3: And you kind of had a funky start to your career,
6: which can we talk
7: about? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's one of my favorite stories. A lot of people that know me kind of get annoyed all the time because they're like, oh, here we go. Here's the story. But I'm like, (laughs) I'm like the Cinderella of BuzzFeed. Like when I started there, I started as a receptionist. But when I got there, there were no phones. So they were like "Hang out in the kitchen. So make sure that everything's stocked. And so I would stock everything. I would stock the sodas, the snacks, and I would serve the lunches. And then my daddy was like, you know, to get ahead, you always have to be really, like, be the best at what you do and have fun. So I would get really creative about the way that I serve my lunches. And I would get on my skateboard and howl around and announce what we were eating. (laughs) <laughs> i play my music in the background. Um, I would just get really creative. Like, big necklaces, serving you whatever we were having, right? Um, and it didn't phase me. Like, I didn't care that I was serving food to, like, 20-year-olds who they were like, this is my first job out of college. And I'm like, I'm, like oh, man, cool. Da-da-da. I was like, welcome to my kitchen. And, and I treated it like it was my, you were in my home when you were in my kitchen.
3: That's such a Latino thing to do.
7: Yes. You know, like, I remember one time some dude came in and, like, put his feet, his bare feet on our coffee table. Ew. And I was like, you better get your crusty ass feet off my coffee table. <laughs> and they were just like, "Um." and then I felt bad because I'm like, fuck, I don't know if they were a client or what, but I had to go and find them and be like, your feet are not crusty actually, sir. <laughs> they are... They're beautiful. They're beautiful. But you know, like, you don't put your feet on anybody's furniture. Like, if I go to your house, I would never imagine, I would never dream of putting my. Oh, I'm doing it right now. Uh, I would never dream. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
6: Okay. Well,
7: technically, it doesn't belong to anybody, so I'm not at your house.
3: (laughs) And then from there, how did you, like, get your break?
7: Oh, um, from there, uh, one of the producers put me in a few videos, and I think what happened was that I was talking about weird shit that people weren't talking about on BuzzFeed like I was open I think the one of the first videos I was ever in I mentioned that my nipple ring was pussing and so all the comments were like oh my god who's this gay guy with the weird ass hair talking about his, his pussy nipple ring and then it started to take off like other personalities we had had gay personalities but none that were like you know big and gay and kind of unapologetic about it you know
6: that's fantastic.
3: Yeah, it was dope. It's inspiring, too, you know? It's just as, cool. as
2: you, do you, have you had uh, continuous nipple pussing? No, visual? it's good and healed. Oh, okay, I'm, good. Gonna, like, I'm about to pop <laughs> this titty. out, oh, shit. You might have to
7: stop in the middle, I'll, like, oh, shit. Nipple I'll pulsing. pop this titty if you take your Furby tattoo out. <laughs>
2: oh, shit. Okay. Oh <laughs> hey, snaps. Wow. To, to be continued.
7: I feel like, did anybody else get a visual? Like, I was like, how hairy is the booty, though? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Well, I always have an extra. I have an
2: extra razor just in case I gotta show it. But so, oh my.
3: We've seen your booty before, actually. Uh, bragging rights when you were up there jiggling it for votes. Yeah, Remember? that's
2: what
6: Oh word. I mean. yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: when you need votes for something, just take out, take,
6: take your a booty, booty out. See, booty. I can't
7: take my booty out because my booty is actually hairy, and I feel like people would be like, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh.
6: <laughs>
7: Mike got you
2: B on the hairy booty. Did right? you? We'll
7: prove it later.
4: Okay. <laughs> give me, a, give me a booty off. Okay. So can you tell us about when you started with Pero like, And were you there from day one?
7: Or? I was actually the last uh, addition to the team. So mm-hmm. it was, like, my sisters who are doing amazing things now, like Jenny Lorenzo, Jasmine Ontiveros, uh, Jessica, and Claudia. Claudia's still with me. But somebody was like, you know what would be great? Curly. Like, let's put Curly in. And so I was the last one. And now I'm, like, one of the OG members, like, that's still there. But, no, it was completely by bi- accident. That's been my entire life. My entire career has been somebody like, you know what would be great? It's just, like, random. And, it's, and you know what? It's always a woman. It's always a woman who thinks about it. It's always a woman well, or a femme spirit. I don't know about well. you straight boys over here. Y'all just thinking <laughs> about yourselves all the time. But femme spirits, women have forever, they're always uplifting, you know, and they're always like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be so dope. That'd be so dope. So I always, I'm always like, uh, I give any sort of success back to, I can trace it back to a woman.
4: And do you remember the first video that like went viral when
7: you were? Doing um, oh, so the first video that I ever did that went viral was the different meanings of the word "girl." So you know, you're like "girl" or like "girl," you know. <laughs> so I did it, and what's funny is that when I went to when I presented the idea to everybody at Buzzfeed to the producers, I was still working in the kitchen. So I was like just lucky, and I had well, whatever I like. Could I wasn't really allowed to leave that often. Um, So I was like, yo, you know, be dope if we do this. And then a producer took the idea and was going to make it with another gay dude. Mm. And Jasmine Ontiveros, who like, you know, makes videos at Me Too, was like, um, who, which I don't work at, by the way. Uh, but they are a separate company and we love the family, the Me Too family a lot. But she was like, yo, you better get Curly in that video. That was his idea. And I almost didn't do it, too, because the day we were supposed to shoot, they needed me in the kitchen. I had to make sure that everything was there and clean. We had clients coming in. We had people that were uh, there visiting. And I almost didn't make it. When we did it, it went viral. And so now people call me. like They'll see me down the street, and they're like, you're the girl. Oh, my God, girl, 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 girl. <laughs> but that was the first time that it ever It's funny because now we did a period video with Maya. So now people are like, you're the period. Hey, period. Hey, you're period. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, I I can trace every bit of success back to a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like back to a girl. Whose idea was it for that period
3: video? That was a good
6: one. It
7: was me and Maya. Like I was just, we were just thinking like, oh, so we know that like period content is like evergreen. Like it's never, it's not going to go anywhere. Like it's relatable. And there's so many period videos on the net already and we actually were just like, how do we get creative? Like, what do we do? How do we make this different than what you've seen? So I was like, you know, it would be great if we, like, made this period have, like, great fashion. And I was more like like your friend versus it being like, oh, my God, I can't stand you being here. Like, it's more of, like, a partnership. Like, I'm here, girl. I'm not going anywhere. And if you, you watch it, it's...
8: You seem to know a lot about periods. And I... I, uh,
7: I love it. I just love when... Because, like I said, I have a lot of girlfriends, right? So I feel like I'm, like, a bank of, like, women knowledge. Like, period stuff. Like, chunky stuff. Like, um... <laughs> (laughs) Chargey stuff, and I'm all about it. Like, fuck yeah, talk about it. Don't be ashamed. Like, it's so normal. We can talk later
3: because mine is 225 days late. Yeah, (laughs) and I I am worried as fuck. I don't even know. You
2: should go see a doctor. (laughs) You should see a doctor.
7: Best part is for a second, I thought you were for real. I was like, yes, let's talk about it. What do you want to talk about? Let's do it.
4: Can you explain a little bit the process of when you're creating the videos?
7: Um, yeah, what well, we do because specifically because we do Latino content, right? We um, talk as a team sometimes. We'll bounce ideas and jokes off of one another and be like, Did your mom do this? And I'm like, no. And they're like, Did your mom do this? We're like, yes. And then we know, oh, put it in the script. You know what I mean? And sometimes some things that like, because I'm Salvadorian, so certain <laughs> words sometimes, Woo!
2: Hey! 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 Okay. Um,
7: Oh, my God. Don't we get so happy when we see each other, though? Like, we're like, oh, my God. It's like automatic friendship. We're like, oh, you feel me. (laughs) My dad says, like, somos gente del volcán. We're like volcano people. So we're just like, oh, I know you know. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah. So, for example, like, when I'm Salvadoran, so we use certain words in our language that just, like, the Dominicans on our team don't understand. They're like, what the fuck? Fuck does that mean? Like I'm like, um las patas chucas. Like you have like dirty feet, like we say. Um, oh. But for other people, patas is like animal feet, right? I think it means like hooves, right? Right?
6: Yeah.
4: No.
7: And then chucas is actually um from our native language. Like it's called Caliche. And it's just, like, a mixture of Spanish and the language that our ancestors would have spoken. So I'm, like, chuca, chuca. Um, like, cipote uh, cipota. Like, all these words are, like, like from our ancestors. Cipota
4: means something. What does it mean? It's, like,
3: stinky feet.
4: Toe,
7: stinky feet. toe fungus. Oh, damn. Shit. Like, the
3: stinky, stinky stuff in your toe.
4: We're really, like, we're
7: really
2: focusing a lot on, like, nasty feet. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I was, like, can we talk about nasty stuff while I'm here, though? Like, we can talk about anything you want. You, you, um, you bring up... Uh, Salvadorian You're a Salvadorian so yeah. Am I um, yeah. Am I killing I, it? No. Salvadorian Salvadorian Dilo la español pues Okay <laughs> Exactly <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth mm. Um so you, the representation, it was at, is that a conservative, as you went, uh, continued doing videos, and uh, you had more of a, of a platform, is, are you, did you decide to make a concerted effort to bring that Yes,
7: I more? love it so much, like, I'm just so proud, because I feel like I don't, I can't think of a lot of Salvadorians at all, so I'm just like, I'm happy, like, and who, like, you know, one of the things that, one of the first comments I remember when I first started was somebody said, like, oh, que pena que este maricón nos está representando, like, what a shame that this faggot uh, is rep- representing our people. Uh, and I was like who better than this baguette I started in the kitchen I made my way up like who better like and y'all know like I'm sober like I don't do drugs I don't drink anymore like I'm not a as hoey anymore (laughs) but like as hoey you know I'm I'm like a medium now I'm like a like a whole light you know for like so I just like I'm like who better like you can tell your kids you can tell whoever like it doesn't matter where you start in a company get in like get in there and work your way up Present. so I feel like really good I feel like great um to represent my people in, in, in all ways. Like, we're so cool. Like, I get so tired that Latinos in general are just kind of, like, considered a joke a lot a lot of times, you know? Like, and I want people to look at us and be like, they're dope. Like, I want to dress like them. I want to dance to their music. I want to learn that language. I want to learn those words. So, yeah, it's super important for me.
3: You touched on your sobriety. Yes. Can we touch a little more on it? Yeah, I'd love to. I'm we super open about it. We spent a lot of time together today. Yes, we did. Open you opened my eyes a little too. Yeah, Some um yes. That you had yeah. as you entered this. Yeah you know, journey of sobriety. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, that?
7: and it's super real. And I'll try I mean, we're all family here now, but it's yes a indeed. real thing that kind of like it never ends. Like people think that it's like a tunnel that you like you made it. You stopped doing it. And it's like no, like you deal with it every single day. Like I'll be at a party and I wanna have a drink and it gets really scary or I wanna like take a hit of something. I wanna like snort something, you know, and I it's a we it's a real thing that you deal with on the daily, you know? And then also like Sometimes the damage that you caused in the past will come and find you again or different things. People will be like, oh, you did this. And I'm like, I'm not that person anymore. Like, I don't remember who that is, you know, and it's addiction is a real thing and it's an ugly thing. And I think that it's speaking about it and kind of making it like, you know what? It is what it is and kind of treating it with tenderness, which is what I hope that I do and making it be like, it's okay. Like, no matter what you're addicted to, like, work on it. Like, you that's all you have to do is work on it and try to be a better person you know but it is it is a real thing it's a daily thing they all know like my two of my close friends are here and i'm just like yes, yeah, like oh today was hard or i'll leave parties at work or i won't go to certain things as i'm like it's safer to just hang out with my dog and i'm not mad at that either because you know sometimes i use it as an excuse i'm like oh i can't go to your party if sober you know what i mean yeah but
3: how long has it been how long have you been sober?
7: Um, i'll be three years in november hello thank you thank you guys thank you thank you
3: that's really
6: real.
7: Yeah, thank you. I yeah. try to keep it real, you know? Like, you always have to be transparent. I always say, like, um, you have to keep it real because, like, when you turn all the lights on, all the cucarachas, like, scram. So, like, <laughs> those are your lies. That's your truth. Like, just let it loose. Let people see it, you know? It's
6: okay. Cucarachas
4: and you were talking bad. about the past. Yeah, uh, also, uh, what have you learned about your past relationships? Um, some of the, the experiences you've had back then. What have you learned in there?
7: As far as, like, uh, who I'm dating and stuff? Mm-hmm.
2: Mike likes to get real personal. personal. Oh, it
7: depends. Like, sexually or, like, what do you mean?
4: (laughs) Get specific.
7: Get specific, I learned if you lick your fingertip and rub it right, it's good. It's better. You know, I've learned... (laughs) <laughs> um, I've learned a lot of things. I've learned, like, you know, you learn how people should speak to you, how they shouldn't speak to you. You know, I was talking about earlier how sometimes guys will be like, somebody's got to take you off your high horse. And I think my friend Oscar was like, why don't they just meet you? Like, get on my level. Like, Word. stop trying to bring me down, yeah. you know. Word. Oscar right here, coming okay, with the knowledge over here. Okay. Um, But just things like that, like you just learn, like you learn patterns, like when it comes to friendships, like what you're willing to put up with, you know, you have friends that always want to talk shit, put you down. And it's like, but why can't you uplift one another? You know, like what you kind of learn different things and what you're willing to put up with and what you're not willing to put up with. Which also gets better when you're sober as fuck. Like, when I'm sober, like, I just have time to think. I don't have time to deal with any sort of bullshit. And I can recognize patterns much quicker. So I'm just like, oh, uh, 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 one of
2: those. Like, not doing
7: it, you know? <laughs>
8: that way. hmm
2: So you recently took out, a, a, like, a workout challenge with Fit Girl Mel. Yes. What? Oh, my baby girl, my angel. So what are the, some things you learned about yourself during that during Y'all, that can
7: process? I just tell you? So Fit Girl Mel is Kim Kardashian's trainer. She's a Dominican from New York. Oh, and, mm-hmm. and Kim found her on Instagram because she was like looking through. And Roma has like two photos where she's extremely pregnant. And sorry, I didn't mean to make eye contact with you when I said that. But I, mean,
3: I look <laughs> extremely pregnant because I Although still have two more months to go. Extremely
7: pregnant, but no, you look great. <laughs> you look beautiful. <laughs> I didn't just. I meant not to. I didn't, shouldn't have looked at you when I said it.
3: Fine, Curly. I... No, you look
7: beautiful. You look be- you you know you look beautiful. I told you this all day that you look beautiful.
3: Thank you. I feel like yes. I swallowed three basketballs. That's fine, Curly. Go ahead.
7: Um, so Kim found her. She started over there. My friend Jorina de Marco, who's another Dominican, amazing. She makes music. She's like come to my come to my house for some Sancocho. Um, which is very much like Salvador and Sopa de Res, even though some Dominicans want to fight me on it. But um,
6: <laughs> they... Uh,
7: she was like, oh, meet my friend Melissa. And I was like, oh my God. She was like, Melissa's a trainer. I'm like, perfect. Melissa, we're looking for a fam trainer. Like a, specifically because going to the gym is weird when there's all like, these straight men sometimes and you're just like, oh man, I got to lift heavy or like they're looking at me and they think I'm weird. So the fact that like a woman was like, I'll teach you and I'll show you what's up, like, where you went with her. And so when we trained with her we all lost a lot of weight um super fast and and in a healthy way too like she taught us how to eat correctly she taught us how to move correctly how to breathe how to do all these different things but what exactly was your question about that sorry i just like
2: um just what you learn about yourself
7: oh what i process. learned about my, oh i learned not to give a fuck to be honest like when i'm at the gym i'm like everyone's like people stare at me and i'm like oh i'm staring too like i stay there i'm like he is fine as fuck you know what i mean <laughs> But I think these straight dudes are getting smart at the gym because they've been putting towels in front of like their bulge and stuff, and I'm like, ah. Jamie,
4: I'm like, come that? on, what? come on, you do that, Jamie?
2: I mean, at the gym. Do you I'm go like, to the gym? Well, yeah, oh, when, so I, I mean- when I go to the gym. Oh! Whoa! Whoa! Wow, was- <laughs> I'm sorry, hey, I man, like. Do I look extremely pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> no, at the gym, like, no, I'll stay. I'm like stuck in the vending machine for like. 20 minutes and then I'm like wait there's machines here and let me go back to the locker room I do you it. stare
7: at people at the gym though?
2: Um, no, uh,
7: no you stare I, everybody I, stares come on no because come you on. get
2: in your own like you, get, you have but your headphones but you, if you
7: see someone that's sexy you stare like you're just like oh no but wow. I'm very
2: like my personality is like I don't I'm not a stare in general like even when I'm in a bar like I feel like once I see somebody, I feel like they I feel like they know They
7: know me. So
2: I'm that type who's like, "Okay, I'm going to pretend that I'm not staring," and then it looks yeah. like I was staring. Yeah. Cuz I'm making it more obvious. I'm just like ordering, "Let me get five drinks." Uh, I, stare.
7: I stare. I'm a stare. I'm just like, "Fuck it, whatever. They're staring, I'm staring, whatever. Fuck it. You can make It's fine. It's whatever." People
2: just like they're sweaty and they're ser- they have serious looks.
7: I know. So you... I don't want
2: to make eye contact with somebody that's like sweaty and like yep. mad serious. That's it's
7: like, so weird. If you take your headphones out when you're at the gym, you can hear like
2: uh,
6: uh,
7: uh, oh, and you're just wow. like, oh, uh, like you're trying not to get turned on, and they were like so hot. And then I can hear my own noises. And I, when I work out, I make very similar noises that I do when I actually am having sex. It's super like, mm, it's very soft and gentle, <laughs> like,
6: mm, you know? Wow.
2: I, I've had trainers that are like aggressively, like they'll be like, all right, you know, they're, they're helping me out. And then they'll, a, a woman will walk by and be like, damn, look oh,
7: at that no, ass. No. Yo, look at that ass. And I'm trying to do like a push no, up. Like, huh? You're like, I'm not with him. That's yeah, not my friend. No, I, I know. don't know.
2: It's like aggressive. so I, I, I yep.
7: always... But I feel like people that work out and really loud, like, huh. And then people that orgasm really loud, huh. Like they're both gross to me. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, don't have like, have you, I don't know, like if you've ever, I've only ever slept with men, but like sometimes you'll have guys that are like, huh, huh. and you're like, you're like, you're like, ew, such a turnoff.
2: Ew, ew. Yeah. never again. Well, Mike, you are, you are an avid uh, gym goer. So what do you see, I'm, I'm a s- silent one though I I'm see silent. Mike's
7: guns Yeah you are But you no, got, I, I, he got guns silent. You
2: I'm, silent though. I'm silent yeah Silent but deadly
3: because Do you look at anybody No because
4: the thing is, is I, I went to gyms That a lot of Dominicans And they're loud Shut like,
7: up Yeah it's,
4: it's so annoying So I'm a, I'm a silent
7: one Is that how I'm Dominicans Bone too?
4: Uh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
7: thank you I feel like we just basketballed that joke a little bit I was yeah. like come on do it and like oh, okay thank you, you for that slam down
3: connection though the way you work out is the way you come That's I think really so amazing. I think
7: so I think so have you ever seen your orgasm face ever have you ever looked in the mirror when you
3: I personally have not.
7: Anybody in the audience? Never? You've done it? You gotta do it. Oh my god. Really? Like, if you ever, like, when you give yourself an adult hug and some love, <laughs> like, find a mirror, see your face, and just see. <laughs> I'm cute. I blush. I blush a little bit. I'm like, oh. It's <laughs> cute. Real cute so
3: good well something else that
2: I think is so cute is your relationship with your grandmother oh my abuelita Gladys I love that segue by the way
7: though speaking of I want to get away from orgasm
2: spaces I'm gonna try
3: to make this a little more PG I told you
7: I told you I'm like I'm gonna come through we could talk about whatever literally I texted you guys I was like we could talk about the color of my asshole we could talk about anything I don't care
3: oh what color is it
7: it's uh, it's cute. I don't know. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit! There are a lot of people here right now. I'm not trying to. It. I'll show you further. I this would later. take you
3: for like a peach, asshole.
7: It's a little. Uh, it's cute. It's like a beige.
3: Okay. Yeah, I would take you beige.
7: I never. No one's ever asked. No one has ever like, oh, what color is it? You're the first person, so I didn't get that plant That <laughs> I'm plan. curious. I'll just show you. So
3: talk about your grandmother Gladys. <laughs>
7: now. Back to Abuela. Yeah.
3: Abuelita.
6: Abuelita.
7: Um, Abuelita's great. Oh, she's like my best friend. Like, she's so dope. Like, she, I ignore, like, 25 of her calls a day and then answer on the 26th phone call. Hmm. But she's, like, my best friend. Like, she's taught me everything that I feel like I've learned as unempowered queer person gay person because she's just this strong Salvadoran woman like in every sense of the word you know like Didn't take shit from men. She had three husbands. She loves gaudy-ass jewelry. She loves plants. She has, like, plants in everything in her house. She had, like, a big gulp. And she had this beautiful plant coming out. And I'm like, oh, so chic, grandma. So chic. You know? So cute. In a big
6: gulp cup. In
7: a big gulp. And if you come to my house, it's, like, jewelry everywhere. Like, plants everywhere. Like, it looks, my house looks just like my abuelita's house. For well, sure. But no, way. she's she's super dope. You know, we, I learned about my history a lot from hanging with her, like learning about like our native roots, like how her mother was super afraid to like, uh, hello. <laughs> no, I just see all three <laughs> talking. And I'm like, I'll just talk to you guys then. <laughs> <All right. laughs> No, just talking about how, like, uh, you know, her mother had trouble with the Spanish language sometimes and how they would make fun of her because she was still speaking her indigenous language. And it's like, whoa, that's so it's really beautiful to just find out, like, what your roots are why your hair looks the way it looks, why your tone looks the way it looks, why your uh, eyelids are a certain shape, why your nose is a certain shape. It's dope. And and have, conversing with my grandma about that is just it's super special, so I love her. And, you know, y'all asked me, like, how she reacted when I came out, and I was like, she cried. Like, a lot of, of our parents do sometimes. But now she's like, Oh, marica, hola, como estas? Like, super. She loves it. And I love that word, marica, because of her. It's like, okay, girl. Wow. hmm
3: Wow. Well, I think it's time for some questions from the audience. Oh,
7: dope! Yay!
3: Yes.
6: Who has the?
4: uh, Who's got the first question?
6: I thought. hmm.
4: Okay.
7: Here we go. Here we go. All right. right. Oh wow! Cute little paper. How long? How long is this question? What's your Uh. name? What's your
2: name? Yeah. What's your name?
9: Uh, My name is Kelvin.
2: Hi, Kelvin. Hi. Where are you Hi. from? Hi, Kelvin.
9: Um, uptown. Hi. Uh, here from Manhattan. Uptown, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Unless you mean my uh, Mexican heritage. Yes, oh, both.
7: Oh, all oh. of it, tell all of it. Oh. Yeah, tell us all. What's your okay. sign? Uh,
9: Leo. Oh, yeah. Leo. Woo.
3: Leo, what day?
9: Uh, July 26th.
2: Oh, oh wow. I, my
9: abuelita's okay, a Leo. Bro.
2: What hospital were you born
9: in? Uh, you know, if you just, like, <laughs> take the next route out. Okay. I'll give you directions later. Okay.
7: We'll find
4: your records.
9: Back to the question. Oh,
4: okay. Oh. Thanks, nice. Thank you for
9: uh, I I Oh
7: no, that was that, that was good. He did it. He did it for us. That was great. That was great. That was great.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. We tend to wander.
9: Yeah. All right. So navigating the queer the world as a queer Latina is already hard. How do yeah. you stay motivated and inspired through adversity in in this political climate?
7: To be honest, it's meeting other people in the community, like hanging out with Oscar this weekend and just meeting so many people in the community. I'm always learning. Like, I'm still asking questions. Like, being a part of the community doesn't mean that you understand it completely. So the way that I keep staying strong is I'm like, whoa, we're so diverse. We're so different. Like, we can keep growing. We can keep learning. And it's just, it never ends. You know what I mean? Like, it's never going to end because we're just like a rainbow rainbow within a rainbow of people. So I think that's what motivates me, like. Does that answer your question? Or in a way? Sorry, I felt. I mean, like uh, it feels a little bit like Miss America right now, where I'm like, uh, um, in las escuelas. Uh, How are you? Cute so, what's one? your favorite color? What's my favorite? Green and brown. Oh, brown and well, green.
9: Thank you for the extra question, but
7: yes. Um, but yeah, I feel like uh, what was the last word? The last few words of your question
9: it was how do you stay motivated and inspired through adversity in this political climate
7: oh I don't I just feel like we we as the people have been through so much where I'm like whoop like uh, here, <laughs> I'm not worried like we literally come from a lineage of people who have fought back over and over and over again like whether you're a POC or a queer person like I'm like you all you don't phase me like you don't phase any of us we'll come back and we come back hard always mm. thank you hey.
6: Hey.
4: Hey. next question Number
7: two. Next question. question. Oh yes.
3: Question.
4: Question number
7: two. Question okay. number two.
3: Question number two.
7: Mm.
8: Question number two. It's the Q a. and A. Yo, that
7: mic is it's traveling. A, it's traveling. It's traveling. Yo, that
8: mic is going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Hi. Maria.
7: Hi. Hey, I'm from
8: Maria. I'm Peruvian. Hi. Oh, hey, Perú. Hey. Oh, what up? And my question is, um, how did you come up with your signature dance?
7: My, oh, my like just shaking my ass or like my, honestly, I don't, I don't really have much of an ass. It's just like moving my back really well. (laughs) Um, But um, that's how, yeah, I mean, I grew up, I kind of came up in the, in the black and Latin scene, underground scene in LA. So it was just about, like, how do we all just dance and get down? And so I just now I just do it to, like, every song. You know what I mean? Like, it could be, like, a slow-ass song by, like, Celine Dion. and I'm just, like, backing my ass up real fast, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, it's just fun. It's just, and then it makes all my friends laugh because they're like, he ain't got an ass, but this is funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look how he works that back, you know? Next question, number three.
3: Thank
4: you. Thank you so
7: Thank much. You.
3: Thank you.
2: Next person. You can stand up.
7: Don't be shy. <laughs>
2: can we get the spotlight on this speaker? <laughs>
8: <laughs> my name is Julisa. Hi,
7: Julisa. I love Hi, that Julissa. name. That's my
8: baby girl's name. Um. My question is, mm-hmm. what is next for your career, and what are some projects you're currently working on?
7: Oh, I feel like next for my career is I want to, I definitely want to move into television and stuff. And there's so many, like, dope, like, Latinx shows that are popping up all over. And I'm like, can I just make a guest appearance if y'all are listening right now? Let me know, because I'm being extra with you. Yes, I'm just like, can I just play a Santero on there? Like, a Brujo? (laughs) Like, someone's gay neighbor? Like, something, you know? I'll shave my head for it. I'll get, I'll like talk real straight. I'm like, I'll like, I'll be a straight boy. You know, I was like making her husband talk straight to me. And it was like, how do I learn how to like, so that when I do get like a straight role and then I like gay it up for my interviews, they'll be like, wow, he's such a great actor. (laughs) but I'm gonna get hella gay in my interviews and then just like keep it at a straight medium so people think that it's like a good you know but that's what I'm hoping and the projects I'm currently working on just writing and just like trying to just trying to keep my head above water like everybody else you know mm. Mm. well yeah okay. next question thank you
3: great question yeah
7: they're really good Yes, hoops. Look at those hooves and those braids. Hey, wow. Beautiful. You. This is what I mean right here. Like this is what I'm like, yes, New York. Like yes. come through, like beautiful.
8: Um, my name is Mika. And, Mika. Hey, thank you. Yes. And I'm Afro Peruvian from, yes. oh, yes. from Bronx and Heights. I I split my time between both growing up. I love it. Right? So, that. and I just want to say, you know, hello. I love Hi, your work. Hi,
7: love. Hi, gorgeous.
8: Thank you. You're gorgeous, too. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> so, my question for you is, uh-huh. you said that you started out as a receptionist yes. at BuzzFeed, Yeah, right? which is
7: a joke, because there were no phones. So, I'm
8: like, <laughs> what the, That is know. weird. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so... How did you get started working for BuzzFeed? What was your story? Was it by chance? Was it by fate?
7: Um, So I actually started... I wanted to be a designer. Like, I'm an artist. Like, I used to draw. I used to do murals. And, you know, I kind of started coming up when the recession hit, so nobody wanted to pay money for clothes. I'm like, bitch, I'm going to forever. I'm not fucking buying a jacket from you. Like, I don't know who the fuck you are. So I used to be so broke. Like, I would eat food that I found on the streets. Like... I would, like, pay for um, anything that I could with, like, pennies. Um, I would use, like, my unemployment money to buy fabric, like, yards, like $2 yards to make dresses just for whoever would buy it for me, right? Um, And then I took a temp job, and the... You know, they were. I was like, this gay boy. And the girl was like, oh my God, you have to work here. And I'm like, yes. So I worked there. And then the HR uh, woman, a woman, female from there, uh, she was like, I'm going to BuzzFeed. Like, you should come with me. Like, you're too funny to stay here as the receptionist. And so, um, when she left I joined her she was like it's gonna be so much easier when you get here it was worse it was awful Like, <laughs> people asked me what's the worst job you've ever had and what's the best job you've ever had and I'm like the worst job I've ever had was BuzzFeed and the best job I've ever had is BuzzFeed
6: Damn. Yeah.
7: I mean you try feeding fucking 20 year olds and like handling them and like wiping their asses and I'm like I'm a, col- I'm a college dropout like I'm from the city of LA like and then people with- who just got out of college are trying to school me on shit and I'm like I don't give a fuck. And imagine, like, you have all this, like, life behind you, like, and especially because I was, like, a drunk cokehead and, like, hooking up left and right, like, I just wasn't...
2: But you would have done that in college anyway, though.
7: I mean, that's where it kind of started, That's where people, all the kids
2: in college is just drunk and doing coke, <laughs> occasional classes
7: I mean sometimes maybe Jimmy, I don't know what
2: school did you go to <laughs> I don't
6: really know. the
7: school of hard knocks no, yeah. <laughs> so yeah I mean
6: <laughs>
7: Jamie I went to Catholic school right damn, damn. or the
6: school
3: of hard rocks <laughs> no. okay. I get it. yeah reference. but that's how I got there work.
7: that's how I did oh. it and it, it was just because I just every, it didn't matter where you I'm still the same way wherever you put me I'm gonna have fun like I don't give a fuck what I'm doing like if you're like curly I need you to like uh, work at this aisle on the market that aisle I was going to be popping. Yeah. you know, I'm like putting those cans in, like, on, uh, uh, like, like, I don't care, you know? And I think people just saw that, and it really just resonated. So people wanted to be a part of the journey. Like people still come up to me and they're like, "You're the first person that I ever met at BuzzFeed because I was in the front, and they were like, "I knew I wanted to work there because if your perky gay ass was up there, I knew this was the spot for me." so
8: great I think that answered my second part yeah. question oh. which was what tips did you have but I think you're basically be saying yourself. be yourself
7: like, Yeah. be yourself. Be real with people yeah. always like if you and do it with love do it with like cariño you know what I mean like if you want to tell somebody they have crusty feet you tell them like you have crusty ass feet and then you kind of love them a little bit and be like <laughs> you know give them a card
2: for a good petty exactly spot, yeah. you know.
7: I mean I have crusty feet so I'm not hating but you know don't put it on the coffee table <laughs>
4: and then now we have our final question
7: Here we go. Okay. yay okay hi my name is Jose
8: my name is Jose <laughs> how's it going Curly
7: how's it how going how you doing alright uh, well Jose aka Tibby from the Heights yes uh, raised and raised I want, I have. To, I still need to go to the Heights I'm like ugh I just want to check it out find me gotta, get, get, gotta get some mongo, man yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, part A is um, what, are, what are your inspirations for your tattoos mm. and B
5: what's your favorite tattoo
7: well, my inspiration for my tattoos is that they have to look like jewelry, like something that I'm wearing because I love jewelry. Like, I'll still eat food off the street so that I can buy myself a nice necklace. And I like gaudy and heavy. That's how I know. So my tattoos are all just like pieces that look like jewelry. My chest piece was kind of like, um, but you know you know how the way that people uh, brand cows? Oh. I wanted to brand my body in, in the name of like the creator and all that is good. And then my uh, hand tattoos... Uh, a gentleman who Sikh did like a little ceremony over it, and we prayed, and he just like stick and poked my hand. So, um, but yeah, was that B? Was that the answer? that you? Oh, your what's favorite tattoo. Oh, my favorite, all of them. Oh, I like cool. them all. They're, they're all mean something very special to me. Like it's not like I was like, Ugh, should, oh, you know what? No, never mind. I like them all. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um,
3: thank you guys. Those are thank you so questions. much, y'all. Thank the you so fans. much.
2: Thank you. The audience, can't hey, there's a lot of different nationalities. Yeah. Different yeah, nationalities.
7: So I beautiful. Like, like,
3: wow. Well, we want to thank you for coming. Thank on Thank you, the you so much for having podcast, me. Thank you for having me too, y'all, in your city. Thank you. We have one more segment, so stick around. Yeah. Now it's time for Keloke. Kelo tres Que lo que? this is the part of the show where we ask each other que okay. Que? So curly Keloke. Yes.
7: Que que? Um, uh, you can find me at the Curly V Show V is in Victor uh, on Instagram, um, and of course my baby uh, at Better Like on Buzzfeed. So if you just go to YouTube, type in Better Like. Uh, my family's on there. We're making videos all the time. Uh, so yeah, announcements. Uh, I'm looking for a soulmate, a husband. Let me know. Preferably an Earth sign or a Fire sign. Thank you. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Who's next?
2: Jamie? Just um, want to thank all the people that came out to the Room 28 show this weekend. Yes. It was a great crowd. And um, my social is uh, jferns at Instagram. That's it.
4: Okay. Uh, for me, uh, Uptown Collective, they're making the announcement that the New York Latino Film Festival is back August 22nd to the Woo-hoo! 26th. So um, go to the website and check it out. They're uh, announcing some of the films. And for Corriente Latina, go to their website and check out some of the film Ticket giveaways. And for me, it's Juan Bago.
3: Awesome. I have a few shout-outs. Over the weekend, I performed a 10-minute sketch for the Fly Girls Telethon, which is a new show coming to MNN. Um, so big shout-out to the Fly Girls, a bunch of girls from UCB putting together a sketch comedy show on MNN. Um, so if you want to contribute to them, it's at Fly Girls Show on Venmo, and you can catch them at Fly Girls, that's R L Z on Facebook. Um, we have a few more shout-outs. So Yero, as always, shout-out to Yero.com. That's double L E R O dot com, the lifestyle news website for Latino men. Yerro is dedicated to informing the world about Latino men and their stories. Don't miss a chance to talk to the world. Join the Yerro Contributor Network and bring your voice to the mix. Send an email to editorial at com to sign up. We also have a shout out for Urban Latino. So they're doing a Father's Day domino tournament. That should be lit. A Father's Day domino tournament. I am not good. I'll admit, I'm the only Dominican that's not good at dominoes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I could play, but
2: I eat dominoes, but.
3: (laughs) So, Domino Tournament is Sunday, June 17th from 3 to 7 p.m. at Sofrito here in New York City. You can win amazing prizes. If you want to register, it's $20 per team of two. And you send an email to promotions at ulmedia.net. And that's all I got. You can follow me at Rachel La Loca.
1: And now I think we have a Que lo que quickie. What's up, guys? I'm Eileen Clark. I'm from Nicaragua. I just needed to say, represent. Thank you. I'm here to talk about 50 Cinquenta, which is the only Spanglish improv show at UCB. We're uh, on the first Wednesday of every month. We got dope people like Andy Bustillos, me, Eileen Clark, Mariola Figueroa. We got Joanna Hausman, Morgan Miller, Will Martinez, Alexis Pereira, Glow Tavares. We have a Latino monologist. We had Bago on, and he was the best. We had so much fun. Uh, first Wednesday of every month, 10 10:15 p.m. at 10, uh, UCB East, we got uh, it's $7 when you're running we're just trying to diversify UCB a little bit Mm -hmm. not only the theater but also our audience so please come check us out we're going to love to have you there. And
4: how long you guys been doing it
1: for now? Now, almost a whole year. So oh. we're trying to hold on and stay there forever because Latinos need to represent. And how was the
4: process to start it? Because I know that like UCB, it isn't that diversified when it comes to this show. It's
1: true. Well, technically it started with my sweet friend Mariola who had a, a little 2 prompt team called Spanglish. And then that format she used, which was basically spanglish improv we kind of grew and made a we picked out all the latino improvisers of ucb and we're like hey guys we should do this and have it be a monthly show we emailed the ad the artistic director and now we're there and we're making it happen
3: tell us about the name
1: 50 okay, okay 50 mira, spanglish <laughs> 50 english 50 Spanish. 50, 50, 50,
3: 50, half
1: and half. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cuando... Yeah, there you go. And
4: so you're actually, <laughs> but you guys are actually doing, because when I was on it, there's some improv that's in Spanish as well. So yeah, it's both languages that you're improv. In.
1: We definitely sometimes have to like decir la frase en español and then say the phrase in English so mm-hmm. that our sweet Gringos in the audience Ooh. understand. How do
4: you prepare? Like I, with improv, do you have to practice every week? Like when it comes to the shows, like how do you keep your fine tuned for improv shows? Well, we
1: definitely like we hang out. We <laughs> we technically don't rehearse every week. We should, pero most <laughs> of <laughs> Like when we when we start our show, we always say to our audience, we say, "Hey, turn to the person next to you and say what's up," because now we're all family. Because that's how Latinos are, and we just. Always carry that vibe with us wherever we go. And so that's what we try to bring to the theater every month.
3: That's so like church. Peace be with you. Okay, exactly. Improv be with you. Yes. Improv be with you.
6: And also with you.
1: Exacto.
4: (laughs) And wait, how many countries are being represented? Right
1: now, we have, mira, we have Ecuador, Nicaragua. We have uh, two Puerto Ricans. We got a Venezolana. Tenemos our token gringa. And then we have un Colombiano y una Dominicana. So... Yeah, and we try and get our monologists from, like, this month we have Alan Einsberg, who you know from Orange is the New Black. Mm -hmm. He's the little guard that, ooh, spoiler alert, do I do some... this year? From this year, there's like, he did some bad things to one of the gals that was, he seems like a little white man, but he's Argentino, and so we're going to be like, come on, my dude. Sounds like a Jew. Is he an Argentino
3: Jew? Maybe Einsberg. Sounds like my dentist. There you
1: go. We're okay. gonna ask him at the at the show and in his monologue. Hopefully, he'll give us some lechayim's <laughs> in there. <laughs> and which theater is it at? Uh, we're at UCB East, so the East East Side, Lower East Side, on Avenue A and Third.
6: Awesome. awesome.
1: So thank,
3: thank you me. so much for coming. Thank you for having
1: me. Woo! I have flyers for the entire audience. We'll take them.
3: <laughs> well, we have to thank the live studio audience. Yes. Give yourselves a oh. round of applause! <laughs> you guys, thank you for coming through, our friends, our family, our supporters. We are so I, I'm I'm very emotional about oh. it. Like just seeing people live here in the numbers. It's like I think we're doing something very special here at the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Mm -hmm. And we definitely get fueled by your enthusiasm and your support. And to all of our listeners out there, thank you for the reviews and the comments. Keep them coming. Hit us up on Instagram. Bago and I are obsessed with checking DMs. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Yes. We answer them. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And uh, we listen to your feedback. Within, and the,
4: like, within 10 minutes, we get back. For real. Yeah.
3: And we take that, we bring it to the show to like just one-up ourselves every single week.
4: Mm-hmm. And so. tomorrow, we're going to be actually at uh, City Field to cover Dominican Night. So right? That's right. Well,
3: we'll you'll be hearing this podcast after the fact. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow, Tuesday, is Dominican Night.
2: Unfortunately, there's a Mets game going on, though, as well. <laughs> we have to deal with that. I
3: heard they're not doing so well. My mm. dad is really going through it. Yeah. Anyway. But guys, if
2: you want to be a part of the live studio audience for future shows,
3: just email us. Hit
2: us up. We are Latinos Out Loud at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All
8: right.
3: Make sure to follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud on Instagram and Facebook and at Loca Ibago on Twitter. Thank you to everyone. And on that
8: note, we out. Woo!